Shut up, Morty, you brainwashed little turd that might not even be real because I'm brainwashed too. You know, Rick, this isn't easy for us. You know, we all remember you as a friend. Oh, 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 oh really? Well, I remember you as a whiny little piece of shit, Morty. Oh, oh, yeah? Yeah! I've got about a thousand memories of your dumb little ass and about six of them are pleasant. The rest is annoying garbage. So, why don't you do us both a favor and pull the trigger? Do it! Do it, mother Pull the trigger! Wow, baby wizard was a parasite? He set me up with my wife! What the hell? I figured it out, Rick! The parasites can only create pleasant memories! I know you're real because I have a ton of bad memories with you! Cree and you who, folks. My name is Andrew. Uh, <laughs> but uh, then again, you never can trust a single word that anyone says after watching this episode. <laughs> Tyler from Texas in the USA. It's the fifth man! The episode of Stargate where it really is 15 years ahead of its time because Rick and Morty would later do an episode where aliens infiltrate Earth by implanting false memories. <laughs> and uh, the only way to detect it is to realize that there's no such thing as a bad memory. So everyone that you have a happy memory about, you have to zap gun with one of Rick's crazy laser things. <laughs> have you seen this episode of Rick and Morty um, let me just quickly look it up so I can tell you which one it is it's the episode uh, Total Rickall it's from uh, season 2 of Rick and Morty you definitely need to see it because it'll be you know, really really funny after you've seen this or maybe vice versa anyway how does it, uh, how does it go it's the fifth man now you will be Mistake, you'll be very forgiven for making a mistake about the title. There's an episode from season two called The Fifth Race, which is nothing to do with this. It's about uh, O'Neill getting brainwashed. There's later on in Stargate, there's this whole storyline about the replicators creating this super replicator called whose name is Fifth. And so if you were just sort of trying to think, oh, what's that episode where the replicator named Fifth comes along and tries to destroy SG-1? It must be this episode, The Fifth Man. But you're wrong. It's this episode where they have this extra guy who claims to have been an SG-1 the whole time. <laughs> um, it's written by Joseph Malozzi, Paul Mully, with uh, Peter DeLuise directing. So another dream team. It's, it's only good things to be expected here. A little bit of humor, a little bit of wisecracking. Um... Some good uh, character stuff, too. Anyway, it uh, begins with being attacked, zap and bang and kaboom. And if I'm not very much mistaken, where they are filming this is the exact same location that they filmed the episode New Ground. But do not go back and watch it. New Ground is the worst episode, and I include Emancipation in that. Anyway, five points because Gary Jones is operating the Stargate consoles and stuff, receiving IDC. And we have this mystery, it's revealed. <laughs> Who the hell is Lieutenant Tyler? We get a push and swell point for uh, for that, just for the opening credits. Um, Lieutenant Tyler, by the way, is played by Dion Johnston, our beloved recurring guest star. He plays a bunch of aliens in makeup and prosthetics. He played uh, one of the leader captain dude, Jafar's, in the episode Training something? Training Ground? Well, the episode where they go and find that the Jafar are dressing up as humans and playing war games to train. That one. He's in a bunch of other ones coming up, playing one of the... Uh, far out, I'm rusty. One of the alien species that is... It's either Warren, Warwick, or... 
It, it's coming. He's in a bunch of stuff. He's back. Dion Johnston, hello. Welcome back to Stargate. And of course, if you read the credits, a bunch of the Jafar are all recurring characters, of course, but they very seldom have speaking roles or characters. They're just Jafar number five. So, Hammond turns the guns on SG-1. Relinquish your weapons. Jesus. Um... I gave it one point because Janet Fraser, the doctor, says Tilk is going to be fine. Because remember, he was wounded. And then four seconds later, she says, four, you know, one more point. Because she also says, well, I examined all three of them and there's nothing wrong with them. <laughs> so she says it twice in one scene. Excellent. Um, but uh, there will be no rescue until the mystery is solved. You know, Jack is... Uh, dragged Lieutenant Tyler off and they're hiding, they're digging in and they're talking and, you know, making a joke, creates paperwork, if I leave you here, obvious heroism, some some good funny lines, making some good character stuff out of a very bland situation. <laughs> These two characters are stuck off-world waiting for rescue. So anyway, Daniel and Sam, the two brainy boxes, they get into trying to find a scientific solution, and it's so nice to see that Stargate SG-1 is beginning to cotton on to these things. The first thing they think is, we must have gone through a quantum mirror into a parallel dimension. I'd love to give it some points for the uh, altered timeline parallel dimension criteria, but it's unfortunately not that situation. <laughs> <laughs> it is, however, five points for a body-switching doppelganger, not who we think they are situation. But anyway, like I say, uh, Daniel and Sam try this possibility that we've gone... It's just like the episode um, there before the grace of God or Point of No Return where you use the mirror. They discount that possibility, but it's nice that they're thinking about it. You'll recall a few episodes back... Uh, oh, I can't quite remember the exact context, but uh, O'Neill and Hammond are talking about... They say at various times, you know... Maybe it's not a good idea to bring an alien back through the gate, because, of course, there was the Cassie situation. You never know when a ghoul ploy is coming through inside a child. All of that stuff. Um, Sam finds that uh, user 4574 has been tampering with something. There's something afoot here. Of course there is. Uh, they do. They send the, the UAV through the gate and talk to O'Neill for a little bit. <laughs> And uh, evil Weasel Simmons, he's he's not my favorite. I mean, that would be Ronnie Cox as Senator Kinsey, and that would be Tom, Tom McBeath as Colonel Harry Mayborn. Those are my two favorite weasels. But this guy, Colonel Frank Simmons, he's, a, he's an okay weasel. Not such a bad weasel at all. He arrives and says, maybe you shouldn't send more UAVs. Those things aren't cheap, you know. <laughs> and if you'll recall, oh, it's a good few episodes back now, a long time. That's what I was saying. <laughs> I brought that up. Like, what's the UAV budget on the Stargate? <laughs> Every day they send a melt or a probe or something through and it never comes back. It gets flattened or zatted or stuff, weapon blasted or taken apart so that they can uh, fix a uh, dialing computer or something like that. <laughs> Just the budget on these things is really out of sight. Anyway, uh, the cool little... The, the, the sparring with Hammond begins. Simmons and Hammond. You know, you can call that... You can call the president on that red phone if you like. You can play that card, but one day you'll play it too often. <laughs> one point for the front gate stock footage guys walking around. While um, Meanwhile, Jenna Fraser finds the residue on the coat and all of that. She gets exposed, yada, yada, yada. Um... Hammond has a, uh, a a montage of doing phone and office work. 
And meanwhile, uh, Simmons is showing Daniel Jackson the photo of Sarah Gardner, so I'm giving that five points. Because she's in, quote-unquote, in the episode. <laughs> the episode features the, the character of Dr. Sarah Gardner, Osiris. Um, cool. Uh, so yeah, the ghouls. We, uh, we ha have this great little chat again, Tyler and O'Neill. The ghouls really want me for this, uh... They really want Minnesota <laughs> for the fishing. Ask Tionk. <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> oh dear God. <laughs> <laughs> what was the episode? It was uh, the one where Sarah Gardner gets taken over by Osiris. It's the one where Teal'c and O'Neill are off fishing and they phone and he's like, are you, are you sure you don't need my assistance? Because Teal'c is trying to get out of the fishing date. <laughs> anyway, the interrogation continues with Teal'c and at this point, you know, Simmons is rattling off all this stuff that's happened in a previous episode. You would possess, your girlfriend has been taken over by the ghoul, you would, your allegiances have switched. And at this point I'm saying to myself, we are fucking lucky this is not turning into a clip show. It could very easily go that way. That's how the episode politics went. You know, some civilian oversight guy came, o came in to say, just remember back to all those terrible incidents you had. Clips, clips, clips. Fortunately, we are just talking about it. It's just just words, and there's no actual flashbacks inserted. <laughs> but you gotta love the Teal'c reply here. If I were a servant of Apophis, it would become immediately apparent as I killed you with you, my bare hands where you stand. <laughs> O'Neill and Tyler, they're attacked by uh, Death Glider, and of course, it wouldn't be Stargate without reusing that same footage from the film and the pilot of the glider, you know, charging the weapon and then flying over it off to the mountains and doing the sort of flipping around in mid-flight and coming back. Um, of course, it's the stock footage. <laughs> but uh, uh, I haven't been giving it one point for stock footage there all this time, so I think it's a bit late to add that in. But we all know it and love it in our hearts, don't we? Anyway... Uh, the interrogations continue with Samantha Carter, you know, is, isn't it strange there's no one there to cooperate your story? How the hell did they let that weird line flub stay in there? The word they want is corroborate. <laughs> did, did you, did you catch that? Simmons says there's no one, how convenient there's no one to cooperate your story. <laughs> Stupid. Um, but Carter busts him and says, you are user 4574 and... You're here to try and... You're just bluffing. You're saying you're going to put me away, but you can't. You actually need something else from this situation. And when I find out what it is, you're the one who is going down. I'm going to call your bluff. All of that cool stuff. Meanwhile, O'Neill is preparing for the end. He's going all Rambo. Special forces setting up all these traps. It's home alone time. <laughs> I'm over here, you big horse's ass. <laughs> Um, Janet Fraser has figured out the answer, goes to General Hammond and says, this is the solution, we can do it now, what's your decision? So there's a one-point push and swell on Hammond as he makes the decision. Tyler reveals himself to O'Neill, doesn't want him to die saving him. He is a re-roll with this magical chemical which affects your brains, and you'll remember it is used again in the upcoming episode, uh, the one where Daniel goes in undercover amongst the gold, and then later on in series, it's either 9 or 10, Cameron Mitchell pretends to be some bounty hunter dude, some gang of thieves, what is it, the Lucian Alliance, is that what it's called? 
Yeah, it's handy stuff to have around. And um, the episode is basically just a classic, good old 10-minute gunfight to end the story. (laughs) We ran out of story. Just action now. (laughs) It's awesome. All the explosions and amazing... uh, Typical Stargate stunts where there's an explosion behind somebody and they get shot into the air on a trampoline or an air air ram or something. And, you know, there's no blood or gore. It's a PG TV show. <laughs> Let's see some amputated legs here on these Jafar. Am I right? <laughs> anyway, O'Neill and Tyler get outflanked and the Jafar come in behind them and they're captured. It's, oh no, it's the end. And then just in a nick of time, SG-1 come in and murder everybody. <laughs> it's funny where they draw the line of you know, PG-13 TV show, you know? <laughs> it's fine to murder people with a gun, but you're not allowed to blow them up and show blood or, or stuff, you know? I don't know. Um... Daniel Jackson getting in on the gunfights lately. I mean, he used to only ever carry the pistol because he was just the scientist. He had to kind of be escorted around. But uh, in the previous episode, uh, uh, maybe even one back, Threshold, no, not Threshold, Enemies, Exodus, he's he's getting in on the P90 gunfight action. And uh, I'm right now I'm thinking ahead to season 10 where I can just picture him actually using two P90s and long-time Stargate watchers will know that it kind of got to be a bit of a joke that towards the end of the series near season 9 and 10, Daniel Jackson actually got just about as ripped as Teal'c. <laughs> two tickets to the guns show. Um, how does this end? Um, it's time to leave. We're going to leave the planet. We have our, you know, cherry goodbye. But then there's another battalion of Jafar guarding the gate. So then it's another 10-minute gunfight. <laughs> Here's my question. Who the hell are these Jafar working for? Apophis is dead. What gold is directing them to go and capture this Rio and sending more and more reinforcements through? It's a little bit... It's not explained. I gather there is some explanation coming in later episodes at some very minor goal that we deal with but uh right now it's that's actually a bit of a plot hole like <laughs> right now it's just oh uh yeah you know the galaxy's full of um 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 Jafar <laughs> they're bad guys they're everywhere they're like rodents like like roaches you know but there's no clear kind of mission you'll recall in the episode the Knox from season one uh, the whole story was there is Apophis has, is always sending his Jafar to this planet to capture one of those Fendril birds. Anywho, uh, we've got that glider that we shot down, so we go and grab the big fucking gun, the BFG. <laughs> Hell yes, there's only one man strong enough to wield it. It's Teal'c, of course. This is this is Teal'c how we think of him. You know, you classically think of Teal'c as holding the staff weapon, but I don't know. Sometimes when I picture him, I often picture him standing there, you know, like we see him at the end with the gigantic fucking cannon. It's awesome. Tyler, Zatz Daniel, tries to be a hero and distract them, gets himself captured like an idiot. The Jafar are running around chasing stuff with very, very floppy suits. I've I've got a long-standing complaint about all of the uh, the armor that the Jafar wear being very clearly made out of floppy fabric and foamy stuff instead of any kind of rigid armor-like material. Um, 
Did you notice in this episode all of the, these outdoor conversations that they have on location? The voices are very, very obviously re-recorded. And I guess it was just a problem with like not being able to get a microphone close enough or get a clean kind of recording. There's too much noise or wind or rain or bird sounds or whatever. Um, but the, the overdubbing I find very, very obvious in this episode. <laughs> I'm sure they do it all the damn time, but... Uh, never this obviously and badly. So, more bang, bang. They kill another few dozen <laughs> Just straight up murder them from four directions. Gunfire, 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 gunfire. And then at the end of the... You gotta put the button on it. We can be friends. And then you can take me fishing. And I'm sure on the day that uh, they had some extra kind of... Uh, the The actors reacting to that. You know, Jack going... Yeah, let's all go fishing, and they all sort of uh, evade his gaze and deflect their, shrug off their emotions. Oh, ooh, mm-hmm, maybe not. Teal, you like fishing? Uh, I believe Major Carter does. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure all the all the actors improvise stuff like that, but it's not on the episode. Anyway, I make it a total of twenty five points, and this is fun. Thanks for listening. <laughs>